0: Do your...
1: Okay, keep looking.
0: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the podcast from (laughs) P-Town. I am your co-host, and your host here is... Here. Hello. There was something I was going to say that was going to be funny, but Um, I don't remember.
1: The news to use. He said, sorry, but it's a long one. Which I wasn't sure if he was going to send the news to you, so I added in a few interesting facts at the head of the podcast that we can go through. Oh. So, first off, he talks about Putin suspends the last nuclear treaty with the U.S. and puts new missiles on combat duty. Oh, great. So, yeah, I was reading about this a little bit today. Uh, Putin uh, suspended Russian participation in the last remaining nuclear arms control treaty with the United States warning Washington that Russia had put new ground-based strategic nuclear weapons on combat duty. So, I still think he's bluffing, but we'll see.
0: I don't think he's, he's crazy.
1: Uh, San Francisco's District Attorney Brooke Jenkins seeks waiver to sanctuary city policy. Interesting. Uh, This this gal says, is asking for a waiver to San Francisco's sanctuary city designation shows so she can arrest two people suspected of a violent crime who have fled the country. City laws prohibit the district attorney from working with federal immigration officials on deportation matters. We won't let dangerous criminals evade prosecution simply by leaving the United States. What we can't allow in San Francisco are for people to commit heinous crimes like murder or child rape, and then just be able to flee our jurisdiction and avoid prosecution. So maybe that sanctuary city thing wasn't such a great idea. Florida lawmakers pass a bill to send migrants to sanctuary states.
0: Oh, here
1: we go. State Representatives Carolina Amnesty and John Snyder joined Fox and Friends first to discuss their efforts to put Floridians first. Florida is not going to be one of those states. We don't have that ability, and they should be transported to a state that claims, uh, that wants to help on their behalf. I mean, this is a matter of public safety, and we don't know who these people are. Um... Talking about some people who immigrated from Venezuela. Florida lawmakers on Friday passed a bill that would allow the state to pick up and relocate migrants from anywhere in the United States. The practice of state employed. Uh,
0: good grief. Turn your phone off. Oh,
1: good grief. Quit. I'm just that important. People keep texting me.
0: It's the same person texting you word by word.
1: Well, Still pretty important.
0: Anywho. Uh,
1: lawmakers on Friday passed a bill that would allow the to pick up and relocate migrants from anywhere in the United States, a practice the state employed last year when it took migrants from Texas and dropped them off in Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts, setting off a firestorm in the process.
0: Well, a firestorm, is that like a shitstorm?
1: Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Except it probably doesn't smell as bad.
0: Right.
1: Um, science needs to stop using terms like male, female, mother, and father. Oh, for Alternative shit. to terms like male and female and mother and father should be sought in science because they assume that sex is binary and heterosexuality is the norm. Uh, male and female should instead be referred to as sperm-producing and egg-producing. Meanwhile, father and mother should be labeled parent, egg-donor, and sperm-donor in the scientific fetal oh, field. Oh,
0: hell No.
1: Much of Western science is rooted in colonialism, white supremacy, and patriarchy, and these power structures continue to permeate our scientific culture. Some project members wrote in the Trends in Ecology and Evolution journal.
0: Well, I hate to tell them that, but you know what?
1: Still mom and dad to me. You will not
0: get a male to give birth, so it's a male.
1: Oh, there's this, uh, uh, I don't have it Find your words. There's this thing, they... We're talking to an AI engine, and they told it to write a poem on transgenderism in the form of Dr. Seuss. Yeah. And it was, it just totally blew transgenderism out of the, even the AI stuff doesn't believe in it. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, Border patrol apprehensions of Chinese nationals at southern border are up 800%.
0: Chinese? Yeah. What border?
1: It's the southern border. There have been 1,862 border patrol encounters with Chinese nationals between October and the end of December. That's compared to 229 in the same period in 2022, which would be a more than 700% increase nationals from at least 170 countries arrived at at the border last year. Why? Well, I don't know. I think the whole Chinese national thing is kind of spooky. You know how much... Yeah. Because uh, they're going to... You know how much the... um, What is it called? the The flyover states... The, Are you listening to me? Yes. Middle America. You know how much of that Chinese owns? No. They own a lot of it.
0: What am I trying to say?
1: Invade? Nope. Infiltrate? Yes. Your arm configurations didn't really do it for me. Yeah. Um, a descendant of donor demands law school payback $3.6 after woke activists stripped school name. <gasps> oh. Ooh. A descendant... Of, of a major donor to a law school demanded that the institution pay back 3.6 billion after a decision was made to change the school name virginia lawyer robert c smith is the great great grandson of tc williams the name behind the university of richmond's tc williams school of law williams was a wealthy 19th century businessman who owned tobacco companies a graduate and trustee of the university of richmond williams family donated 25,000 to fund the law school following his death the University of Richmond School of Law voted to adopt a policy that prohibits the university from naming any building, program, professorship, or entity for a person who directly engaged in the trafficking and or enslavement of others or openly advocated for the enslavement of people. The university found that Williams was a slave owner. Smith pushes back against the move to dename the law school, claiming that the university is caving to woke activists yep. and would not exist without the six, $3.6 billion amount of financial contribution from generations of Williams family members. Smith continued the university's endowment is 3.3 billion since you and your activists went out of your way to discredit the Williams name and since presumably the Williams family money is tainted. demonstrate your virtue and give it all back.
0: I like it. I applaud you if if they would all do this, can you imagine people might shut their pie holes
1: a um, hundred and fifty feral cattle to be shot from Sky in New Mexico. Wait
0: feral cattle
1: feral cattle, yeah okay. Uh, The U.S. Forest Service issues a kill order. Aerial shooting of the animals will take place Thursday through Saturday, according to the news release late last week. The memo defines feral cattle as cattle without brands, ear tags, or other signs of ownership. Feral cattle have been causing habitat damage in the forest since a rancher abandoned the animals on the Redstone allotment in the 70s. According to a document from the Forest Service, cattle in the area have been aggressive toward wilderness visitors, um... He said they graze year-round and trample stream, banks, and springs, causing erosion and sedimentation.
0: Wait, so why would we not butcher the animal properly and then, you know, make meat out of it and package it and give it to uh, homeless shelters or food banks or churches or something?
1: That'd make too much sense.
0: So they're just going to let him lie? I,
1: I don't know. It didn't say.
0: Well, that's dumb. And the news correspondent, you should know I I don't do well with animal stuff.
1: Well, then this ain't going to make you very happy. After Dune Delights, 31 was an American thoroughbred racehorse euthanized following complications from colic.
0: Oh, well, that's different.
1: His great-grandsire was Secretariat. One of his offspring was Sea Oh. Uh, well, Seabiscuit in the movie. I don't think it was a real Biscuit. Oh, I was gonna say. Well, this is sad. Raquel Welch was 82. Yeah. Um, she died. Yep. David Orc, the guy who created the Orc Corporation. What's Orc? The, the, uh, vacuum cleaners. Oh. He died. He was 99. Whoa. Tim McCarver, who was 81 and was an American baseball player, um, and broadcaster. He died of heart failure at 81. Tom Whitlock, 68 to 69. Uh, he was the guy who wrote Danger Zone and Take My Breath Away.
0: Oh! He died
1: of complications from Alzheimer's disease. Aww. He probably didn't even remember that he was dying. Maybe. He could hide us his own Easter eggs. Stop.
0: Well, we can't You have Easter eggs this year.
1: Well, he met new people every day.
0: Easter stones.
1: George T. Miller was 79. He was a Scottish-born Australian film director. Mm-hmm. Oh, he directed The Man from Snowy River. Uh, he died of a heart attack. Richard Belzer was 78. Yes,
0: that was the guy I was going to tell you about from Law and Order.
1: Oh, yeah. He played in Law and Order. Yep. Uh, he was a comedian and an author. He died. Yeah. Doesn't say what he died of.
0: He was 78. Yeah. He died two days ago.
1: Yeah. Somebody else died. T- didn't, um, there's some other actress I thought that died yeah, the other day. Yeah, Raquel Welch, right? No, there's another one.
0: No, you had her, though. Yeah, I, I had that her. That's what I'm saying.
1: Once or twice. Oh, good grief. Anyhow, um, so yes. look, that's pretty much the end of it for the news. Our sports correspondent didn't send anything in this week. But it's not that really that big of a deal because there wasn't a whole lot of sports that went on. There was the Daytona 500 yes. and Goodyear flew a blimp over and had a big <laughs> sign on it that says, don't shoot.
0: That was hilarious. That was pretty good. Do you remember who won the Daytona 500 this year?
1: Yeah, a guy in a car.
0: Uh, good job. Do you know his name?
1: Nope. not remember. Ricky
0: Stenhouse Jr.
1: Yeah, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Gosh. i got
0: to do everything around here.
1: And then um, the Eagles may be losing some pretty important players. Who? Uh, Ray Bradbury. Uh, I think Fletcher Cox <gasps> and Dominick <gasps> Sue become uh, free agents. Oh, no. Uh, there was a couple others. There was quite a few that said that they could come up for free agency. Jalen Hurts is working out a contract with the Eagles. And A.J. Brown told him, uh, pay, you guys need to pay Jalen Hurts, because if he leaves, I'm going to follow him wherever he goes. Oh, gosh. So, kind of holding the team captive with that. But they are probably their two most noble players right now. Wow. So, moving on to my fast facts that I found. Oh, no. You know the bird on Twitter? Yeah. You know it has a name? Nope. His name's Larry.
0: Larry the Twitter bird?
1: Larry Bird. It was named after Larry Bird because the co-founder of Twitter was a Boston Celtics fan.
0: Oh, good grief.
1: Did you know what iracobutyrophobia is?
0: Iraq? Isn't that like spiders?
1: That's arachnophobia.
0: Well, that's close. It starts out the same.
1: Arachobutyrophobia? Yeah. It has nothing to do with spiders.
0: Okay, then I don't know.
1: It's the fear of having peanut butter stuck to the roof of your mouth.
0: That is not a thing.
1: It is, too. Well,
0: that's weird.
1: Did you know that a dog's sense of smell is 40 times more powerful than humans? Yeah. They have 300 million olfactory receptors. And dogs also have something called neophilia, which means they are attracted to new and interesting odors. This Mm -hmm. might explain a lot about why your daily walks with your dog take longer some days than others. Mm -hmm. Notice how when we take Bell Star for a walk, she's all (laughs) sniffing around and stuff? Yeah. She suffers highly from the my shoulder suffers highly from it too. we jerking I on think the collar. She
0: suffers from ADHD, attention and dog disorder. <laughs> oh, some days.
1: Did you know lob, lobsters uh, pee out their faces? No. And it's also a way for them to attract mates. Well. Usually, it's when you pay a hooker to pee on your face, and then.
0: That's disgusting. Why would you say that? Haven't
1: you ever heard of that? No.
0: And why would you even say it? That stuff stays in your head. Nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear that. No, no. Not not your buddy who long-haul truck drives. Not your buddy in Texas. None of them. Zero. They might. Not even your cousin. And they, she likes some weird crap. Uh-huh. Yeah, no.
1: But lobsters Moving on. use it as a way to attract well, mates. Well, okay.
0: You, are you a lobster? Are you a crustacean? No.
1: The average person falls asleep in seven minutes.
0: Well, I'm the one that so, falls asleep in two minutes. So
1: you're above average, and I'm below average. I
0: am way above average.
1: I bet you wouldn't fall asleep if somebody's always peeing on your face.
0: Why would you say that?
1: You might want to start trying to fall asleep with one eye open.
0: You're going to do this podcast by yourself, buddy.
1: Did you know that you burn more calories eating celery than it contains? The more yes. you eat, the thinner it becomes.
0: Because you're the chewing. The thinner you become. Right, you're chewing. You're
1: yeah, chewing. so it does nothing good for you.
0: Ah, uh-huh, it's mostly water. So see, it yeah, helps it's with your water intake. Like, and it burns calories.
1: But it burns. The It's like that meme that says celery for when you want to have a drink of water with a hair in it.
0: <laughs> well,
1: Actually, I've eaten a couple pieces of celery lately.
0: It's only because you can't stand it. Uh you and Maybe I'll
1: come around. News you know what would be sponsor. great is celery with peanut butter on it. Somebody should invent that.
0: I don't. You don't make any sense. What's your podcast on tonight? Okay. Let's move along.
1: So let's moving right along. Because
0: I could go let the dogs in.
1: Screw the dogs. They. No. They keep people awake at night.
0: Oh, look at this. Look at these oh, yeah. cats.
1: Oh, yeah. Like that stupid cat that bit me the other night when I tried to put her outside.
0: Well, that's because you pulled her tail.
1: I didn't pull her tail after she bit me.
0: Well, then. Maybe she didn't like how you were handling her.
1: Okay, so this week we're talking about the Taj Mahal. This is our second to last of the um, new or wonders of the modern world.
0: Wait, aren't there seven?
1: Yeah. Okay, so this is number
0: five. Second to last.
1: Yeah. Six and then seven. (laughs) One, two. Uh, I'll
0: just do it. Seven minus five is two. (sighs)
1: Anyhow, um, so this week we head to the subcontinent of India, and we're going to start this one right off with a tangent, because I know how you guys all love these tangents that we go off of. But notice how we use the phrase subcontinent of India, because everybody knows, I would hope, that India is part of Asia, which is the largest continent on the planet, which also houses Russia, which, did you know Russia covers 11 time zones? But anyhow, um, India is distinctly different or er, different from other parts of Asia. Uh, this subcontinent contains countries like India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, Nepal, and Bhutan. And these uh, countries are totally different cultures than the rest of Asia. So uh, if you picture in your mind what people from India look like versus people from Singapore or Japan or something like that look like, then you got boobla boobla and wing ting some differences. So um, they're also separated from the rest of Asia by the Himalayas. And part of this is part fact and part, th- part my theory. So oh, great. the fact part of it is that uh, the area that's now known as India, That whole subcontinent area Mm -hmm. was actually originally located down by Madagascar.
0: Wait, is that fact or or theory? That's fact. Okay.
1: That part of India was, or India area was originally down by Madagascar. Mm -hmm. And then due to continental drift and things like that, it ended up floating up to where it is now. And I think what happened is that when it collided with the rest of Asia, that's what the plates hit there. And that's what pushed the Himalayas up and caused them to become mountains.
0: We learned that in school.
1: No, we didn't learn that exactly. We learned that India moved up there, but I don't know that anybody has ever thought that maybe it caused the Himalayas. I think that's something I came up with.
0: I don't think so. I'm pretty sure we learned that in school. When I was in a middle school classroom as an EA, we learned that.
1: You were an EA for kids that were retarded.
0: No, I was not, and don't say that word.
1: You could tell <clears throat> them you could <clears throat> tell them anything.
0: Let's... No. It was the teacher who was doing it.
1: Yeah, but you could say anything you want and people I would be, they believe they it.
0: just... Oh, my god! I think
1: it's my idea.
0: I, it's... No. Okay, moving on.
1: So, anyhow... Why is she um, chewing on the
0: chair? What? She was chewing on the chair. Ugh.
1: Anyhow, back to the Taj Mahal. So, it was commissioned in 1631. Uh, the place that you think of is actually, so the actual Taj Mahal building, it's actually part of a 42-acre complex. Um, Oh, my God. You had to let them in, didn't you?
0: (laughs) They were fine. I'll I'll put them
1: out. (sighs) So, anyhow, you know how hard it is to stay focused when you got four-legged freaks running around the place? (sighs) The actual Taj Mahal isn't a palace or something great like that. It's actually a mausoleum. Uh, the construction of the mausoleum was completed in 1643, but constructions of part of the rest of the complex uh, went on for about another decade or so. And it said that the construction of this whole place would end up being about a billion dollars in today's money. So when they first started the place, the guy who had the construction started was a guy by the name of Shah Jahan. Shah Jahan. Yeah, which is a lot easier to pronounce than his real name, which was she- Shehab Adhan. Shihab-ud-din-Muhammad-Karam.
0: udin, ud udin muhammad karam So
1: that's why they call him Shah Jahan. Because nobody wanted to pronounce Is his Is that
0: name. like Shaka Khan?
1: <laughs> that's racist. <laughs>
0: no, it's not. Shaka Khan? Isn't that the name of a band? I don't know. Or a song? Shaka Khan. Yeah, it huh? could be. Your, your cousin will know that. Your blonde cousin.
1: Um... He built, he, he ended up building the place in memory of his wife, who was named Mumtaz Mahal. Oh. And she died on the 17th of June in 1631 while giving birth to their 14th child.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. She must not have been a very good fighter. And I looked up some of the drawings that they did of her. Um, and evidently, Shah Jahan didn't have very good eyesight.
0: it doesn't matter
1: how could you have somebody 14 she wasn't a looker
0: see look there's shaka khan um i told you
1: yeah they say love is blind but shah jahan was probably blind um anyhow he had this place built that was the center of the complex an interesting thing about the building is that it's it's all symmetrical um all the sides are the same it's same from one side to the other And then it's obviously got the big dome on top. Uh, It has a large arch-shaped doorway in the front. And all the windows that are are around it kind of mimic the shape of that archer doorway. Mm -hmm. And it's made out of marble, not wood. And that's a lot of freaking marble. It is. Uh, Each side of the building is about 180 feet. So if you figure that out, the interior of it must be around 32,400 square feet. And then the dome on top, it, it's said to be the most remarkable part of the tomb. I think that's probably what everybody thinks of when they think of the Taj Mahal. Except for that big pool in the front that leads up to it. You know when you yeah. see the Taj Mahal? Yeah. I'd love to pee in that pool. Oh, gosh. So this dome What's is 115. So this dome... Lobsters pee out their eyes. Oh, Out their faces. Nope. Uh, so this uh, dome is 115 feet tall, and it sits on top of what is basically... A cylindrical drum that is 23 feet high. So all in all, it is about 138 feet tall. Um, The dome, everybody, you've all seen it, I hope. It's kind of onion-shaped. And then there are four smaller onion-shaped domes that surround it. But these domes aren't solid all the way down. Their bases are open uh, so they can provide light into the tomb. And then there are spires that are going up all around it. Uh, help to accentuate the height of the dome. They make it look kind of taller than what it actually is. Each of the domes also has what's called a finial sticking out of the top, uh, which is that little, like, spear-looking thing sticking up out of the top. Mm-hmm. And on the original, do- or on the big dome, the original one was made out of gold, but they swapped it out in the early 19th century, and it got replaced with a bronze replica because they were afraid that somebody was going to get up there somehow and steal the gold one.
0: Well, that would make sense.
1: Um, and... There's a ton of artwork that's uh, goes on with the Taj Mahal, but I'm gonna leave that out. Um, it shows Persian and Hindu and Islamic motifs and stuff like that, but I didn't even understand most of the artwork and things like that and so I just didn't put it in there.
0: Expand your horizons, dear. Uh,
1: yeah. um to add to the symmetry of this place, there are also four minarets that are placed around the Taj. And these are basically the four big tower-looking things that you see standing outside the building. But these aren't unique to this place. They are often built around mosques. To uh, they're hollow and they're a tower thing, and they're used to uh, call the Muslim people to prayer, which happens about five times a day. So somebody wow. goes out there up there and rings a bell or yeah. yells or something, so everybody knows when it's time to pray. Yeah. Each one of these towers is 130 feet tall and the decorations of the place are some of the finest in the world um but you remember like in machu picchu and places like that we we're talking about the decorations that were there mm-hmm. and they had people on them and things like that mm-hmm. well those anthropomorphic forms are against the islamic faith That's what they were. so having drawings of people and things like that so these the decorations and stuff here are what are called decorative elements um with, there's flowers and lotuses and things like that. Um, and then there's also passages from the Quran that are engraved on the walls. Oh. And a lot of the stuff is written in cal- uh, calligraphy, so it looks all fancy. They hired some uh, calligraphy guy to come in and write all this stuff. They
0: did?
1: Yeah. Oh. Uh, then there's a bunch of vines and flowers and geometric shapes and stuff like that that are inlaid or they're carved uh, all throughout the place. Uh, They're also painted different colors to set them out from the white uh, background of the marble behind. And uh, did you know how hard it would be to carve all that stuff in marble?
0: Oh, I'm sure. You know how many
1: Chinese guys they had to get to come carve that in all the marble?
0: Why did you say that?
1: Well, because they had to hire them because they'd go around it and go chink, 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 chink. And carve it out. Nope
0: nope
1: but all that Ah. stuff was on the outside and the inside of the building is decorated much more spectacularly uh instead of being inlaid with art much of the inlay on the inside is precious or semi-precious stones uh the inner chamber is shaped like an octagon with each side having a doorway and i'm not sure what that was all about if it's shaped like an octagon for um for some symbolism or something And also, the only doorway that is used is the one that faces the garden. They don't use the other doorways. Um, And so I'm not sure if that's another symbolism thing or not. Uh, The walls in the inner chamber are about 82 feet high, and each wall has a couple of archways cut into it. Um, These are the same-looking archways, like the door that's leading into the place. They all have this big archway dome-looking thing on them. Um, Now, different from other cultures, though, the Muslims don't believe in having elaborate decoration on their graves. So the Shah and his wife, they're pretty much in a relatively plain crypt. Um, and they're laid on their side with their faces pointed towards Mecca. Oddly enough, the placement of their caskets is the only asymmetric thing in the whole complex. Really? But they talk about when you actually go into the uh, into the Taj Mahal, there's like a fake... Um, crypt or something like, uh, fake coffins or something mm-hmm. that they say is the, with the Shaw, but they're not actually in there. They're actually down in a lower level that I don't know if a whole lot of people get to go down there to where they're actually at.
0: Um, side note, scrolling here, do you, why do we not bury people straight up and down? Why do we lay them down? Why don't we just bury them straight up and down like a, a hole? You know, you dig it down six feet and then you just shoot the person in there and then you cover him or however deep Because
1: you'd still. have to dig it extra far down so that they'd yeah, still be six of, feet under.
0: Yeah, but instead of a casket being like, you know, eight feet long and three feet wide, you could put like five people in that hole instead.
1: You know what they should do?
0: Straight up and down. You know what they should do? What?
1: They should take and bury people with their butts sticking up out of the ground so people would have a place to park their bikes.
0: Nope.
1: That'd be a good idea.
0: Nope. No, I was just trying to, to just, when you were talking about death and coffins and stuff, it made me think, why are not we burying people straight up and down? Did
1: you know, in Louisiana, they don't bury a whole lot of people because it's so swampy there and stuff. It's hard to get the bodies to stay down there. Right. They're in crypts and mausoleums and stuff. Uh-huh. And also, if, I
0: learned that off of NCIS New Orleans. I also
1: think it's over in some foreign country like Holland or something like that. Even after you bury somebody, you have to pay rent to the place that they're buried at. Maybe it's Scotland. Anyhow, and then uh, I guess once they run out, because the land, you know, they don't have as much land over there. So once they run out of money, then evidently they dig that person up and stick a new body in the hole or something. No. That's what I heard. Well. I think I read it on Facebook, so I know it's probably true. Well, it's probably true. Yeah. Um,
0: Okay, sorry. I scrolled this.
1: So uh, outside the place, there's elaborate gardens and other buildings, but uh, none of them are pure white like the Taj Mahal is. So the material for the building was brought in from all over India and Asia. Um, it's believed that approx- they used approximately 1,000 elephants to haul the material to the site, and over 22,000 workers were involved in building it. Wow. So that's quite a few people. Um, and they range from the, just the simple uh, laborers to the fancy pants guys that put in all the calligraphy and the fancy artwork and stuff. But the precious stones and semi-precious stones that I talked about that are on the inside of it uh, they were brought from all over the place. Uh, the marble for the place was brought in from another state in India. Um, but then they had jade and crystal that they brought in from China. Hmm. Uh, there was turquoise from Tibet.
0: Ooh, I bet it's gorgeous. There was
1: lapis lazuli from Afghanistan.
0: Hmm.
1: And then there were other rocks. They went all the way to Arabia to get rocks. Uh, there's 28 different types of stone that are inlaid into the marble.
0: Wow.
1: And... Um, if you think about it, though, back in those days, all these stones, they had to be found, mm-hmm. right? They had, And then they had to be mined. Right. And then they had to be worked to get them to whatever shape that they wanted to. Right. And all oh, back in these days, using those primitive... Tools. I get mad when I bust a cab when I'm grinding it on my power grind sander. I know. Um, so, yeah, it had to take a while gathering all this crap up. Um, well, it wasn't
0: built overnight, you
1: know. Well, Yeah. Rome wasn't built in a day either. I know. But, um, if you think about it, all these stones and all the different types, maybe when they were done in Machu Picchu, the aliens came over and helped on the Taj. Oh
0: my gosh. Don't start this aliens crap.
1: Did you see that picture I sent you that was proof of the aliens at Machu Picchu? Yeah. They showed the little uh UFO floating over it. It's on the podcast from P-Town Facebook page. (coughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Um... Oddly enough, though, shortly after the Taj was completed, the Shah's son had him deported, and he was put under house arrest. Yeah, that's a way to treat your old man. Right? Uh, Then once he died, he was placed in the tomb next to his wife.
0: Oh, that was nice.
1: Yeah. Uh, During World War II and a couple of other skirmishes that had gone on over the years, the government erected scaffolding around the building because they feared that it would be a target of air attacks by their enemies. So they would uh, build scaffolding around it so people would think that it's not actually being... It isn't actually what it is or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, it's under construction. Uh, the only real enemy that the Taj has now is the environment and pollution. Um, it's been turning the color of the white marble to kind of a yellow-brown. Oh. Brownish color. There's a river that goes by it. And they actually created a... Uh, the government came in and created, uh, like, a barrier around it to where they couldn't have any industrial complexes or anything like that within a certain uh, area of it. And I also think they said that there was acid rain over there, too, because there's so much uh smog and pollution and stuff in the air um and then also with the age uh of the building there's some cracks that are uh forming around and things like that um they say it could possibly affect the structural integrity of the building Mm. but they go in and inspect that quite often and they're watching it
0: well i would think they would have to
1: and the taj actually attracts about one million tourists uh each year which makes the most tourist visited place in all of india Wow. Yep. Huh. And that's pretty much all we have for the Taj Mahal.
0: Okay. So I forgot something at the beginning, and I knew I had forgotten this till just now. Um, so we're going to welcome a new family member. My niece had their baby on February nineteenth. The little guy's name is James. I'm just doing the first two.
1: You can't tell their names.
0: All right. Anyhow. He's a cute little guy. They could track this down. He was named, well, I don't know this for a fact, so I can't say that. Anyhow, um, he was 8 pounds, 13 ounces, 20.3 inches long, and he is cute. Him's a chunky little guy. He's healthy, though, so that's good. So congratulations to my niece and her family. They are now a family of four, and everything seems good. So that's good. Yay. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, he looks just like his brother. I mean, spit an image of his brother. So that's kind of cool.
1: Isn't it weird how our two boys look kind of different? They don't look totally alike.
0: One looks like you. One looks like me. Hmm. Uh
1: huh. Interesting what? that both of them don't look like me.
0: Aha! Uh-huh. You're hilarious.
1: Just saying, I find it kind of odd.
0: Mm, well, I don't know what to tell you.
1: So, um, Why other
0: steal a thunder. I'm giving accolades to my niece and her new family, and you, accolades. And you, you take the the spotlight and put on I mean, yourself again.
1: Yeah, it's great accolades, <laughs> but <clears throat>
0: it's a new family member. Yay, family member. Uh-uh. Nope.
1: It's not that big of a. F- uh-uh. Did you know nope. that a female um, who oh, has children gosh, without using an epidural? is the only people on the planet that know the pain that a man goes through when he has a head cold.
0: You're ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And there's no other word for it. Well, there is, but it's not appropriate.
1: Well, luckily I'm not sick.
0: Oh, yeah. My
1: stomach has been kind of upset today, though. You're
0: fine. All right. Uh, Take care of each other. Do something nice for somebody today. Maybe pay for someone's uh, meal or... A coffee if you're in line. Maybe you
1: could buy somebody a dime bag. Oh,
0: my gosh. No. Nope.
1: Somebody might appreciate it.
0: Mm Okay. Keep warm out there. Our weather is turning to cold again. (laughs) It's supposed to be really cold by the end of this week. And so I will be coming home to let my puppies out.
1: Yeah. If any of you out there are dog owners, how... if What's the temperature at when you figure your dog can stay outside for the day? When it's because f- evidently, if it's down to like forty, <laughs> that's not true. Dogs have to stay inside half the day.
0: No, that's not true. When it's single digits, they stay inside until they go out. It's
1: not single digits during the daytime, it though. It is too. And they've got dog houses. They've got there's three dog houses on the back deck.
0: I understand that, but you have a lab that's ten or eleven, and she was frigid today. Okay? You'd be a responsible pet owner. You don't have to run home, I do. I take I care just,
1: of it. I pay for the fuel for you to run home.
0: Oh, give me a freaking break. I work too, jack wagon. But
1: the fuel comes out of my paycheck.
0: Oh, you're spicy. Okay. Anyhow, please send me a message that you pray for me and feel for me when I go through nights like this where it's all about him, because that'd be great. Just so I know you're thinking of me.
1: Anyhow, um, I think that's it for this one. We've ran this far enough into the ground. Uh, like I said, I've only got one more episode queued up. Um, I've got another one that I'm thinking about doing, but I haven't done a whole lot of research on it yet. But uh, we're back to the point of me begging for episodes that nobody ever replies to. Uh, so hopefully... Be
0: a positive Polly, not a negative Nelly.
1: I could, uh, I'll could. i try to think of some episodes I was thinking about doing, like, the Seven Wonders of the Natural World.
0: Yeah, you already mentioned that five episodes ago. I figured well, you were already on it.
1: No, I'm st- I was still researching for these episodes.
0: Okay, well, now you have your next seven.
1: Or, way baby, we could just do episodes without any research done at all, and people could just sit and listen to us jibber-jabber. No. That'd be kind of fun.
0: No, because you would make me crazy.
1: No, it'd be kind of cool. All right. We could invite friends over and talk to them. Okay. Okay. Take well, care well- of each other. I hope you guys all have a good week. Stay warm. Take
0: care of your animals.
1: We will uh, see you guys next week.
0: Au revoir.